Good morning, and welcome back to Margin. This morning, we're going to talk about my thoughts on financial minimalism. So let's jump right into it. Welcome to the Millennial Margin Podcast. I created this personal finance resource out of necessity as I've watched countless people schedule away, mortgage up, and max out their lives. Margin is simply the antithesis, providing leeway in an increasingly marginless culture. If you want to build margin into your personal finances on a daily basis, this is the podcast for you. So with a lack of a definition, a clear definition around financial minimalism, I basically scoured different resources to try to pull together uh, various uh, statements from different uh, uh, personalities in order to try to drive towards some clarity. So the first one I wanted to bring up is Graham Stephan, who is a personal finance YouTuber, very popular one. And he basically had a, a few different episodes on this specific topic. So I wanted to share some of his thoughts around that in particular. And so he basically defined financial minimalism as cutting back on what doesn't matter so you can spend more on what does. He goes on to say that this is done through four key points. The first one has to do with prioritizing your expenditures. The second one has to do with figuring out where you get the most value. The third one looks at delaying gratification. And the fourth one looks at sticking with it long term. So when I was looking through that resource, um, that kind of uh, pushed me further into figuring out, okay, who else has a definition associated to this? There's another resource I came across by Valentina Wilson of Frugal Minimalist Kitchen. She wrote a blog called Four Tips to Manage Your Money as a Minimalist. Uh, she said, being a financial minimalist is about making intentional choices about your money that align with your values. It's also about sticking to the basics and not overcomplicating things. Uh, she provided four tips associated to living a financial minimalist lifestyle. And she basically outlined these from a standpoint of looking at differentiating between your needs and wants. This is not saying you never spend on wants, but in order to be financially secure, you need to make sure your needs are taken care of before you spend money on wants. If you can master this, you'll be less likely to overspend. Her second component looked at sticking to a minimalist budget. Uh, she doesn't quite define that, but um, sticking to a budget that is not exorbitant, I assume. Uh, she goes on to say, use your credit cards wisely. And the fourth component is use cash if you struggle with credit cards. So taking uh, taking on the envelope system instead of using your credit cards and getting yourself into trouble potentially. Now, the argument is, of course, with financial minimalism that you can only cut back so much. Uh, you still have to uh, uh, go out and increase your income as well. So when you're cutting costs, as we have talked about before, that's very much so a defense approach. You're cutting costs, you're reducing your overhead, you're living with that minimalist budget. But then from that standpoint, you also have to have that dynamic duo of also going out and increasing your income and taking that offense approach of increasing your income through 
getting a raise, changing a position, maybe getting a side hustle or um, getting your investments to work better for you. But figuring out a approach where you're not only looking at the defense, but you're also looking at the offense was something that I noticed um, from a financial minimalism standpoint is important. So of course, as you increase your income, decrease your expenses, you'll have greater margin to then be able to invest in passive income sources and to uh, you know, invest in retirement and be able to utilize from a savings standpoint in order to put you in a better financial position. So there's a follow-up episode from Graham's initial one on financial minimalism. And he said that it's okay to spend money on something and enjoy yourself as long as that something brings the equivalent amount of value as you spend on it. And as long as you can't get a better value of that spending elsewhere. And so he calls this the dollar to fun ratio. So it's basically looking at how much enjoyment you receive from the purchase in relation to how much it costs. Of course, you have to take a balanced approach with this and balance the fun component to the actual utility or use of of that as well and figuring out uh, there's going to be certain purchases uh, you make that are for the purchase, um, you know, the purpose of enjoyment and there's others that will be out of necessity. And so balancing that out accordingly. So Graham goes on in that episode with providing five specific principles to follow in pursuing financial minimalism. The first one comes down to cutting back what you don't need. So this has to do with budgeting and tracking your spending. It's very much so a defense approach to holding the line and making sure that you don't lose ground. The second component looks at always looking for value. So this one has to do with making sure that you are intentional about your spending because not all spending is created equal and less expensive alternatives may be available to you to get that same level of satisfaction for a lot less money. So this is also a defense approach of holding the line, making sure you don't lose ground. Uh, The third component looks at learning to live on less money. So this is living below your means. This is also a defense approach um, of making sure that you are Uh, you are not losing ground. The fourth component looks at always invest your money. This is an offense approach of going out and investing and growing what it is that you have. The fifth and final component looks at what are you doing this for? So this has to do with the vision that we've talked about of building out a vision of your why. Like why are you doing this in the first place and making sure that you have a a why that makes sense. You have a why that uh, that you know excites you and gets you going from a standpoint of of motivating you to uh, to to hit the goals that you want to hit, not because you're just setting goals, but because you're aiming for something in particular. So Graham goes on to basically explain that money gives you freedom and options, which I totally agree with, and it's that's why it's so important that. Uh, you you figure out a clear path to not only cutting costs and increasing your income, but also figuring out what you're saving for 
and what you're investing for so that you're very intentional about making sure that happens on a regular basis. So whether you're looking at it from a standpoint of financial minimalism or you're looking at the actual minimalist movement and the finances related to the individuals in that movement, you're looking at a play on words because at the end of the day, both are ultimately looking at being a good steward of those finances that you have and figuring out, okay, am I starting from a standpoint of looking at my finances first and, and basically figuring out what I can afford and building it out from there? Or am I taking it from a standpoint of the lifestyle I want to lead and backing that out to my finances? But either way that you look at it, it's about maximizing the enjoyment of life on the amount of money that you have uh, to to spend and being mindful of living within your means. Now, when you're looking at building the life that you want, uh, it's so important for you to look at uh, what your approach is, whether it is from a standpoint of financial independence, the FIRE movement, or it's from a standpoint of looking at minimalism or tidying up or looking at a standpoint of, of your living conditions from a tiny uh, house living movement or from a standpoint of the van life movement. But looking at each of these components and each of these approaches to figuring out how and what and to what extent they fit into your financial plan. So my call to action today looks at being mindful of where you put each dollar to maximize the value. So whether you're looking at the one approach or the other, you want to make sure that you're maximizing the value that you are able to get through each dollar that you earn and each dollar you spend. Thank you for your time. Enjoy your day. I'll see you back here tomorrow. If this information is helpful to you, explore the Margin Membership, where me and my team will help you take the information you're learning and apply it to your life and your finances. I've built an interactive course that allows me and my team to come alongside people like you to help you revamp your finances and build margin into your life. Click the link in the description below for more information. If this information is helpful to you, please do follow, visit millenniummargin.com or connect with me on Margin's social platforms.